Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to Breaking, Breaking Wind. So Sam has basically really <laughs> tiny ears uh, because these are like these earbuds supposed to fit inside your ears, but they don't fit inside Sam properly because she's teeny tiny ears. I have, <laughs> I have very dainty ears, like I'm very dainty, I'm very dainty. <laughs> so dainty. <laughs> just don't fit in her ear. <laughs> like my tiny, tiny. I, I know, not you with your, your bulky, massive headphones on. <laughs> what, a, what a loser. <laughs> Yeah, I got a three-day three lockdown. Three-day. Oh. Snap. Snap mm-hmm. lockdown. Uh, snap, snap, snap. Freedom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's, until we get shut away for the next six months. No, well, let's not focus on that. <laughs> Don't worry. All is good right now. <laughs> um, Live today, not tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When did you watch the movie? When did I watch it? Uh... Mm. A few days ago, earlier this week, I think. Um, it was did you, did worse you than it? I remembered it. <laughs> but like in a good way. Ah, so good. Oh yeah, so should we just do a little intro, I guess? Yeah, let's do it, let's do it. To the episode. Yeah. So we are absolutely delighted to be in the presence of we can't go into details about his job, but he is very highly esteemed. You can go into detail, it's fine. <laughs> no, seriously, this could be the end of your. I could, I could, I, I have enough information to destroy you at the click of a button. <laughs> Do you really want to play that that game? <laughs> I can take you down. No, the thing is now you're making making the Daily Mail throw you up. Because you're tantalising putting your mouth out there. You're dangling it like on the end of the fishing rod, waiting for them to reel you in. When am I going to get my payout? Come on. I don't know. The, brain, the brown paper envelope is, is oh, yeah, I left it in your room. It's under your desk. Okay, awesome. It's full of um, Monopoly money. But, um, you know. So... <laughs> So yeah, basically, we you may recognise this this voice from series one, which is one of. I thought you were going to say from my many public appearances. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so from, um, I mean, you're very famous in your local mm-hmm. area, but no. Um, so one of my favourite episodes of series one of Breaking yeah. Wind, which is one one eight one one eight two late or something, and it was. It was where you were, you were guest starring on our usual format of watching Breaking Dawn Part One, or yet again, and we decided to call the number one one eight one. An antiquated and service. Answered. An antiquated service where you call up to get answers to stuff, aka Google now. Although Sammy's phone is come up later, but we'll reveal that later <laughs> in the show. Oh, nice! He's professional, <laughs> isn't he? He's very good at this. <laughs> 
lined up yeah. and just yeah keep listening because you will um, get to the good bit later on <laughs> or alternatively you know in Spotify where you can like press the link and it gets like no, you know minute 35 yeah yeah okay so if you want to skip forward the first 35 <laughs> minutes of the podcast you'll get to Sam making a phone call so click on the link at the bottom in the description wow you've promised a lot we're, we're actually not on Spotify because it costs too much <laughs> <laughs> we're not that professional <laughs> no way um, so yeah, so that's the setup mm. really. And Jackie, I think you'll agree that I think it would only be suitable for our guest star to first of all reveal the movie that yeah, we are definitely. watching, and second of all to give the one minute or less uh, summary of that. That sounds perfect. So the movie we watched tonight was the highly anticipated sequel to the <laughs> multi. <laughs> Award-winning 1997 blockbuster by James Cameron, and they went really big for number two. Um, It was directed by the not-so-award-winning director, writer, and starring actor Shane Van Dyke. It was Titanic Two. Yes. Well. We'll go into more detail about Shane later, but first of all, we'd like the one-minute summary, please. So, Titanic 2 is is vaguely similar, actually, weirdly, to Titanic <laughs> 1. Um, there's a boat, um, but in backwards, it, it doesn't leave England go to New York, it goes from New York to a mysterious location which never actually revealed, because they sink before the, the end of the film. Spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially, the, the, the premise of the movie is they get on a, a cruise liner that is 100 years after the start of the original Titanic, and they are crossing the Atlantic, and unfortunately, they were hit by a rather large iceberg, <laughs> <laughs> which unfortunately meant the boat sank. Um, and yeah, that was it, really. The boat sank, and... Um, just, just the main character survived, but not Shane, unfortunately. He, he went mm. down the boat. Uh, rather like Jack from the Titanic, very sadly, he also froze to death. But they tried their best to save him, but it didn't quite work out for him. He, so that, that's kind of really. He it. dies a hero and a martyr, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. He could have yeah. got he could have got the helicopter out, but he didn't. So <laughs> yeah. you know, he's a good guy in the end. You know, he was this rich owner of the the boat. He he could have got the helicopter to safety, but he refused to do it. And instead, he, he died a hero's death, which is a beautiful ending to a beautiful story. Yes, well, that's an amazing summary, I'd say. I think, And I love how you say they got hit by the iceberg because the, the iceberg literally got carried by a yeah. tsunami and hit them rather than them hitting an iceberg. It's a modern twist! It's a modern twist! <laughs> a modern twist indeed. Oh, man, we have so much to say about this yeah. movie. I feel like we could do, like, two hour-long episodes. It's just... So let's, can we just, did you know, have you clocked this, Jackie, that Shane Van yes. Dyke is Dick Van Dyke's grandson? Isn't it crazy? <gasps> I know, because we were sitting there going like, uh, well, obviously this is a really low budget movie, but where did the money come from? Like, who agreed to do this? And it's like, oh, he has a little trust fund somewhere, doesn't he? From his very successful mm-hmm. grandfather, Dick Van Dyke. Although I, we haven't established this yet. But I think they made a profit because it is such a cult classic now. Yeah. And it was a budget of five hundred thousand dollars, but they must have made that tons of. Was that what it was? Wow. 
Yeah, but, but it, they blew it all on the, the CGI because there were some... Oh my gosh, the know, awful CGI! Ah, no, you say that, but there were some good exterior shots. There was, And that's there was. where they spent all the money. Mm. The money was just blown on the exterior shots. Although, Rennie um, did say, I think that they may have pirated some of that from the first movie. They <laughs> used... <laughs> I, I watched I, I, I it... I the Titanic Museum, that's where I could yeah. get it from. Oh yeah, inside inside the boat it looks like a museum. Like where the where they're actually driving, it looks like a museum. But I saw a YouTube behind the scenes, and they used the Queen Mary boat for the mm. actual like shots on the outside. So oh, also that wasn't CG'd. So that, yeah, okay, so that's why it looked good then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Although if we talk about the inside of the boat, we really have to talk about the the, the, the grand dining hall. Ah! Um, <laughs> Which, which really did look like sort of a village hall that would be done up for a prom. It was. <laughs> I mean, if I was a a punter that paid a lot of money to get on the Titanic too, I would not have been happy to have spent my uh, my nights dining in the the, the sort of prom feel with the dodgy round tables that had those shocking tablecloths over the top. It was it was awful. It was. I, so I, I died every time it came on screen because it was like black paper tablecloths, wood panels that were so ugly, and just like a dance hall. And I was like, it doesn't cost much to make something look fancy and expensive. Do you know what I mean? Like nice yeah. white linen that doesn't cost very much, mm-hmm. and just like some shiny cutlery that you got from IKEA would have made it look, yeah. you know, so much nicer. And it was just, it was, I, like, died every time it came on. It's so funny. I mean, it was that blown budget oh, of the CGI. Dear. They couldn't afford to hire a restaurant out just to do the, the internal shots. They just, they, they were gone by that point. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. So funny. Yeah, basically, it was Shane Van Dyke's ego project. So... You know, our our podcast is based on the worst idea of all time podcast. And they, mm. when they watched Second City 2 once a week for a whole year, they basically said that um, the guy who wrote Sex and the City 2 also directed it and was the producer. And it was like basically an ego project. And the problem mm-hmm. is that when that happens, you don't have enough checks and balances in like, yeah. because that is that one person driving the ship, steering the ship, <laughs> if you will. It totally makes sense. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Um, but yeah, so it's just, it's his thing. And hence, I well, I have to say, made one of the funniest, best movies I've ever seen. I know, it was, it was really, it's quite something. But the, 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 the clear thing is, though, they ran, out, they ran out of money. They got to the point where they got to an hour and ten minutes of, of video footage, and they were really going, well, we can't make a movie out. It's an hour and ten minutes. So I don't know if you noticed at the start night, they had this surfing scene that lasted about ten minutes, which I think gets it to an hour and twenty. And then in the end credits, we were watching it, and it goes, the surfer is Wes Van Dyke. So Shane must have called his brother up and said... <laughs> 
He must have said, Wes, I'm struggling here. I need 10 minutes of footage. So he goes, it's all right. Can you surf? Uh, can you surf? We'll do 10 minutes of slow-mo of you surfing at the beginning. It has no relation to the rest of the film whatsoever. It's just, it's just you know, the intro. It makes, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. So much it so is that, really silly. So much so that they even show shots of him just falling off his surfboard clumsily. Like, where... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so. The funny. opening, the opening credits of the movie as well, where he's just like putting on his wetsuit, and you're like, "What does this? This must be really relevant to the movie somehow." And it's just not. It isn't. He looks like a penguin. It's so weird. Um, My first note for the whole film was, who is this surfer and why do I care? <laughs> it's Wes Van Dyke, obviously. I can't believe he didn't spot that. I mean, he's well known. Wes Van Dyke. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll pick up his, his movie credits. He's got, he has got some movie credits, actually. I'll, uh, I'll come back to them. Um, yeah, so while you're doing that, so I, during the movie, came up with the amazing tagline that relates to our tagline. In fact, it's the same as our tagline. <laughs> yeah. Titanic 2, what can go wrong? <laughs> that actually is a perfect tagline. I don't know why they didn't use that. <laughs> I'll, read, I'll read Wes Van Dyke's IMBD. Wes Van Dyke is an actor known for Titanic 2, Murder 101, <laughs> and Diagnosis Murder. So his oh. top credit is surfing in, yeah. in Titanic 2. But I love that him That's and- quite shocking. Him and Shane were in Diagnosis Murder because that's one of Dick's shows. So he obviously, <laughs> he obviously got him on it. Just be like, come on, guys. That's so sure funny. That, I'm pretty sure that's Dick's. I mean, all I know really of, of a Sweet Dick is, um, oh, Mary Poppins, like really Mary bad Poppins. actor. And, uh, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, right? <laughs> yep. Mm. Sam, say, uh, say Sweet Dick again. Say what? Sweet Dick again. Sweet Dick? <laughs> <laughs> sweet, yes, I do say. Sweet Dick. Sweet Dick. He's got a very rude name, hasn't he? Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> so offensive. talk about why Shane has five scantily clad women hanging off him at all times <laughs> who he immediately ditched at the first time of danger he was like nah those bimbos I'm not saving them <laughs> get rid of them I love how naughty their dresses were I know that was so the style yeah. like the kind of like quite low cut quite short but like that really crap material and yeah. just yeah, yeah. like yeah. And those yeah. big sweeping side fringes as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I really felt, and, and this is, I don't mean to sound like, um, I'm not being like uppity about it, but I felt like a lot of the actors in this movie had maybe just been in pornos before and this was their big break. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. You fight, you put your finger on it. Finally. Eh? <laughs> but seriously, that's exactly... That's what with the missing formula. I was trying to figure it out. That's it. That's it. They were like, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be a star. They yeah. Like, Don't you know how big the Titanic was? Way. Oh, I love it. Um, what was your, what was your shining light, Jackie? Because we have quite a few. Um, 
<laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with because um, it's along the same theme. Um, when when he when Shane walked up to the boat with his five bimbos for the first time, and one of them went, oh, "It's so big," and I was like, "This is the perfect segue into a porno <laughs> of Titanic." <laughs> there must there must be one. We'll have a search. Right. <laughs> there must be one. In fact, I just looked at my notes and I wrote down really early on nipples. Porn star vibes. <laughs> so many nipples. There were so know. many nipples. Nipples everywhere. Um, yeah, so my shining light, without a doubt. Okay, no, sorry. I have to pick two top ones. No, oh my oh, God. There's too, so, many. There's there's too, too many. many. There's too many. I'll pick a top five. Well, so one of them was the guy falling through the ice because that I made it into a gif years ago. It's iconic. Yeah. Iconic gif. Okay, another one was... This lady who is shown about three times in a few minutes, and she's like a middle-aged lady, like very unassuming, but her, she, they just show her reaction shot, just her on her own, when all the shit's going down, and she just looks like... like she looks kind of like a Karen, almost. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, bless her heart. And then... Oh, well... Well, let's go into it now, I guess. The, t- the number one shining light is... The credit card. Oh. The credit card on the chest. Oh, that's room. what I was going to say as well, but there we go. Yeah, right. I mean, we've all been in a situation. What kind of a nurse is she? Yeah, well, we've all been in a situation where you've walked into a room, your best friend is crushed under a cabinet. What are you going to do to save her life? You get the credit card out and stick it on their neck with a stereo strip. I mean, that is genius. <laughs> <laughs> we are not that's kidding. so stupid. I actually haven't laughed that hard in years. Like, years. We were nearly wetting ourselves because it was the fact that they, like, picked up this huge cabinet off her chest and she was, yeah. like, dying, just being like, oh, no, I'm going to die. What, what are you going to do? And the, the nurse gets a credit card, puts it on her chest and sticks it down with stereo strips and then, oh, that solves it, apparently. But it just just doesn't, because even if she was bleeding profusely, that wouldn't stop the bleeding. Stop it. I don't understand. They also, they were in a medical room, like it was full of gauze and bandages (laughs) and actual medical supplies. Why did they use a credit card? I don't know. Uh, but then later on they were like with her like dragging her down a corridor and they they tried to open a door that looked like you know one of the hotel doors with like the key the key card things and they couldn't get in and i was like just just swipe her room key off her chest (laughs) and just pop it in (laughs) (laughs) oh so funny. So that was your shining light as well, Alex. Is that correct? Um, I have got another one that you haven't oh, yes. mentioned. Yes. Um, which was they they when they sound the panic alarm, saying you know we're all going to go down here. It's, it's all getting quite bad. The at, at that point the ship wasn't listening or anything like that, and they all started running like crazy. And there's a scene where they all just started falling up the stairs. They just couldn't run up some stairs, and it was like there was ice. <laughs> On the floor, and they got to the top step, and just wipe out after wipe out. Yes. <laughs> it's like the direction was every single person was told you have to trip over at the top of the stairs, but it looked ridiculous. Uh, I I could just see Shane there. He's sitting in his director's little pouch, 
and you just do it again. That's not good enough. You your fullness was not was not risk enough that time. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, it's so funny because it wasn't. It was just like a normal set of stairs, and there was no crowd, so there was just no yeah. reason for yeah. them to all fall up it. Just. It was I think just... they yeah they were trying to make scenes look busier than they were. I have yeah. to share with you this behind the scenes video that I found because um, oh, one amazing. of the scenes when they're in that dining room where she's doing the announcement of like, you know, please go down to the lower decks, which seems like a really weird thing to say as well. Like go to the lower decks where no, you're trapped. Because, no, but... because they put the lifeboats yeah, on the lower deck. What on the lower decks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. weren't yeah. concentrating, <laughs> were you, Nye? Come on. What a, no, but what a great place <laughs> to put the lifeboat in the basement. Like that's really yeah. great. I don't so forget the, the lifeboats on the on the deck are for show. And I, they don't even float. <laughs> they don't work. They're made of concrete. They're just down in the water. <laughs> <laughs> just go, oh. <laughs> so, sorry, yeah, you're behind the scenes. Sorry, video. so this video I have to show you, it's her giving the announcement and they just have three people, three, running back and forth in front of the camera to make it look like it's busy behind her. <laughs> And then it's like absolute chaos and people going everywhere. Just these three people. They get across the camera, turn around and come back again. <laughs> oh my God. Um, another sort of like standout for me. There's the, so many. There's so, so many. There's so many. It's one of the best things I've ever watched. So there was um. It's better than the room in, in, the, in the kind of, you know, in that realm. It's better than the room in the realm of like, you know, so yep. funny. And, but um, so the music... <laughs> it was like they had they had directly copied quite a few of the Titanic theme tunes and music, but they had done like it was like a B Tech version, so it was just wasn't it was a little bit off. And I was just imagining like instead of like my heart will go on, it would be like my spleen will go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a shit version, <laughs> just like the whole. I just it just cracked me up like the fact that it was just like just slightly mm-hmm. off. Oh, there's just there's just so many things in that film, isn't there? I, I the, the one thing I absolutely loved about the film was, but I got to about probably an hour in, and there's a scene when she's basically trying to cross this electrified water puddle uh, by <laughs> clinging onto this sort of rail. And at that point, I realised she was still wearing high heels, so she I know <laughs> she, she had traversed the entire sinking ship and was now trying to cross an electrified water puddle and she's just still there in her high heels take them off please <laughs> it's so unrealistic <laughs> and the, the, on that scene as well when she gets halfway across and she's like help help I'm slipping don't let me fall so he gets back on to the pipe adds more weight yeah. <laughs> goes across to her and I thought he was gonna like grab her and carry her back with him but he just took her wrist and placed her hand on the yeah, pipe I, <laughs> I thought that too I was like how is this help and oh my god I'm stealing what you said where they were he did like a pull up to get up a hatch and Alex was like clearly somebody is below lifting him up <laughs> <laughs> and the same 
with when he's pulling the women up. He's like not even like gripping them. He's just like holding yes. their hand gently. It's because the shot just cut on his ankles. So you can see this him. And then like, you know, camera cuts at ankles. You just see some poor extras below just pushing. <laughs> Come on, Shane, you can do it. Oh, honestly, this movie has 1.6 out of 10 on IMDb, and it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Wow. Can you open? um, (laughs) Actually, I can do it on here. So I think it's really important just to like read what some of the other fans of the of the movie have said about it. Um, Oh yes. Like some of the reviews. So I'll read the trivia at some point. But first of all, I want to start with the with the 10 out of 10 reviews. So it says 10 out of 10 amazing movie i don't see what everyone is complaining about and they say watch this in 2000 okay it came out in and it perfectly depicts what would happen after no after the first one so they just got muddled. They got muddled. <laughs> and then it says, I can't believe all the negative reviews. No, this is not sarcasm. It's one of the greatest films I've ever seen in my life. Look, I agree. I agree. So, no, I don't agree with this, though. It says, not only are the special effects, effects simply flawless, <laughs> you, you can closely connect with the characters as well. Considering how historically inaccurate the first Titanic movie is, there's no denying that this masterpiece makes the first film look like the Emoji movie. <laughs> I am sorry to say you are, you are absolutely out of your mind if you think this movie was terrible because it was far from it. Okay, sorry, one more. 10 out of 10, James Cameron strikes again. <laughs> Continuously 
rewinding the film and playing it over and over again, I finally, finally found my purpose in life and will forgo all of those silly dreams like marriage, family, friendship and love in order to pursue my higher calling, memorising every line of this beautiful creation until I can talk solely in quotes from Titanic 2 whenever I talk to the friends I no longer have. <laughs> Thank you, Asylum. Your namesake is where I will soon call home. <laughs> that is amazing because Asylum is the name of the uh, production company. Um, oh wow! And they, what a callback. Have you been on their website, Jackie? Because it is quite no. the read. Oh, uh, have a look. <laughs> I'll check it out. Because <laughs> they have got some um, absolute gems. A lot of shark films. A lot of shark films. Um, <laughs> just. Oh. Sharknado? Shark, oh, that's Not classic. as good as Sharknado, no, but they've got, what was it, like a three, three-headed three shark and a five-headed shark yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. A lot of parodies on there. Yeah. Oh, I've laughed so much during this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And... It brings a lot of joy, doesn't it? Did you notice um, when the Navy sub was coming to the rescue? Also, I don't know why they would be able to help in a tsunami. Like, they're just going to get washed away as well. Right. But the Navy yeah. sub... Yeah. <laughs> the Navy sub was coming to rescue them. And the guy who was in front of the periscope just looked straight into the camera, like, dead in. <laughs> but also, again, what was the point of that submarine? What did it even bring to the story? It was just... It was there. <laughs> there were a few like weird shots, and then it was destroyed by the iceberg. It was just, what what were you doing? What was the Served point? no purpose. <laughs> Zero purpose. Um, I, I was interested after the reviews. And I was like, oh, well, I want to see the critic reviews are on IMBD. Oh and you've got some like amazing like sort of random websites, director video connoisseur and. Film Critics United. I mean, I don't think these are actual, like, genuine, oh. like, film critics people. Have they done a whole review on it? Don't read the whole thing. I know, this, this is so, so, so long. long. Oh, my gosh. I'll just read the last paragraph. Yeah. Because of the questionable special effects and the like, the movie can't really compete with other little, no, other mainline disaster movies unless it's competing with its own lineup. This is really weird. This movie really needs something else to set itself apart to make it more memorable. It just didn't do this. It's probably wrong to wish for a Nazi ninja terrorist, but that's what I want. I can't <laughs> I can't get what I got with this Titanic 2. Just about anywhere much better. I expect more from those guys. I expect more from your review writing skills, actually. <laughs> that's so awful. <laughs> yeah. He just got his Film Critics United. No, no. And he's an official IMDb no, review. I reject that. <laughs> I reject that. How do you get this as a... You can, anybody apparently can get this as a official review by the seams of it. Um, so, Nye, we, we need to ask you. This is very important. So, as we know, mm-hmm. you're a paddy, advanced, scuba diving, certified... <laughs> oh, person. yes, I have so much to say about Please this. tell us every... So, right. So, first of all... So, right. Let's set this up. So... There's only one set of scuba diving equipment. First of all, why is there only one set? But whatever. If you're going to have one, mm-hmm. have, have several. But anyway. And then he, the guy is <laughs> like... I remember. You go, you know, like, let's go to a diving room. It's like, there's only one diving one set diving there. One diving set. One diving set there. What, what are you doing about? What are you doing? And that's awesome. Surely, you're an expert night. Everyone dives as buddies. Yes. You're always diving yes. as twosome. Yes. 
So you nice. do. You never right? ever dive alone. Exactly. Safety first. Obviously, mm-hmm. they give a shit about safety on this godforsaken ship. But um, but but also just like he he, he was like no. You wear the suit. You you take all the oxygen. I will just die, and then hopefully <laughs> you can drag my body up, and maybe you'll be able to do CPR on me and revive me when I'm a frozen ice cube who's been drowned for an hour. Are you joking? <laughs> what are you talking so, about? So, I have so much to say. She left... Okay, first of all, there was only one wetsuit. Fine, put it on her, whatever. She didn't put the hood on straight away, so she's going to be freezing because she's losing all the heat from her head. Yeah. But the main thing is with the oxygen tank is every dive set has two regulators, two mouthpieces, because Ah. if something goes wrong with that one, Mm -hmm. you have a spare to use. So they could have both been breathing at the same time. You missed out the key point in the story, night. He said he didn't want to breathe because he would freeze to death. He was one of these power, he needed to freeze to death. He needed to freeze to death. No. No oxygen, yeah, apparently. Yeah. He made him CPR better, didn't he? He, <laughs> he, 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 you know, he was a man with his he, he mentioned this point, it's a, it a method of his madness. He basically <laughs> said that if I if I freeze to death, I would be going to be resuscitated. But if I, if I, if I, I, I don't, just... if, I, if I suffocate, when you go to CPR me, and yeah. I had my low body temperature, so it, it, there was some there was some mad method, but it didn't work. So you know, <laughs> spoiler. But died. it's just crazy. She sat there and watched him drown, and I was like, you could even if like you didn't have two regulators, you could be using one, taking a yes. breath, and swapping. Like <laughs> yes. why you sat there watching him drown? <laughs> and also, there's surely there's enough oxygen in an oxygen tank of a scuba equipment for two people to use it for like five minutes right yeah well also they're just sitting there like they're not moving so you exert more you use more oxygen when you move because like you need more to like circulate through your bloodstream but if you're sitting there you'll get through it really slowly so it's just ridiculous (laughs) the whole thing is just absolutely oh yeah so oh yeah okay no we have a massive moment that we haven't talked about yet yeah oh my god so the credit card girl she was a victim of the credit crunch. Hey. She, she, got, she got crunched to death in a doorway. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense like how that happened. Because she wasn't the one trying to get through. She just fell in. <laughs> and then not only that, it was like she was crushed to death. But he easily stepped through after her. So she was, she was crushed the door. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, shit, sorry, you're dead. And just walked straight through the door as if she wasn't there. <laughs> That was an amazing moment. There, there are some amazing errors there. You have to the, kill off the I'm third in. wheel. Oh, I know, exactly. Yeah, you, you know. have to get rid of them. Also, yeah, errors in geography. He got a helicopter from New York City to Greenland, apparently. I don't think that... Is that... I don't think that's possible. Well, more to the point, the, the actual error in geography here, Sam, is the fact that as the passengers look down on shore while leaving the port, shadows of palm trees are visible. <laughs> In the next scene, the cruise ship sails past the Statue of Liberty in New York, which has no palm trees. <laughs> come on, guys, come on. This <laughs> is one of the best things I've ever seen. Um, the refueling your... plane? Huh? Oh, the, the refueling plane? Yes! When... That had to refuel the helicopter? But then somehow the, the helicopter was fine and avoided the wave, but then the refueling yeah. one 
got engulfed by the wave. It's like got sucked into the water. And then no, but it, but not only that, it exploded for no apparent reason. Like they ju- it yeah. just exploded. Like why would coming into contact with a wave like immediately make it explode before it's even touched the wave? Like, I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> It's the maddest movie. I mean, I just, it's the words don't really describe all the amazing things in it. Um, I, I, I noticed down another amazing part of the scene where they all piled into the elevators to get onto the, the lifeboat. And there was one guy who had a quarrel with the owner, like Shane Van Dyke, before. And he tries to get on the elevator and rush in. And the, the officer of the ship just punches him in the face <laughs> and shut the door on him. It's like, <laughs> you're not coming in this elevator. <laughs> Bashes him right in the nose, and it made no sense. It's but. shocking. Get out of my car. <laughs> also, no, when... women and children first. You are not a woman or a child. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> they might be the twenty tens. What I absolutely love as well is that all of the costumes and uniforms, particularly the uniforms <laughs> of the captains don't fit them they're too big like they're ill-fitting uniforms because just they haven't yeah. them properly oh. it's just so amazing oh oh it's so did good. anyone else find the captain's lines really awkward as well he just came in with his coffee and he went keep her steady <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they stole good captaining <laughs> they stole so much dialogue and so much so many scenes from the first one, like all the captain stuff was basically like, oh, no worries, everything's good. And it's like this one guy <laughs> warning being like, we haven't tested the engines to their full capacity. We need to be careful. And the captain's like, no worries. Let's get them. Are you trying to doubt Shane's writing credentials? Yes, yeah. I am. Because that's very harsh. Yes, I am. <laughs> Do you know Shane? I've been looking, up, looking him up. He has a lovely wife and it appears she is a psychiatrist. So, mm, interesting. Make of that what you were, <laughs> I don't know what, what my point was there. But, um, I mean, you're still recovering from the cycle of trauma of the movie, is what you're trying to suggest. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just this is this movie is just. I think it. I don't understand why it's not more popular as like a thing. Like, the, <laughs> yeah. it should be the room level of popular. Of <laughs> cult me. following, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely should be. I mean, I, I so, first watched this movie, I, I actually, I felt like when it was nearly released, I remember watching it at university. This is a 2010 movie, and I was at university in, well, 2009 to 2013, and I, I watched this with my housemates at university, so I feel like fresh off the shelf from the sci-fi channel I watched this. Wow, he's so ahead of his time, like, he's so, like, yeah. in the current culture. I know, I know, I was there, <laughs> I was watching it at the time, and it, it, it was so great to watch it back, and remember it was as good as it was the first time I watched it. <laughs> Um, and it really didn't let me down the second time round. Um, and, and it still has a real modern message to it, though, which is climate change, which is really yeah. important. Don't forget that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just forget to remember, you know, if we carry on doing what we're doing in the climate, you know, what's going to happen? The Titanic 2 will sink again. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, an out. iceberg the size of Rhode Island will sink Titanic 2. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that, that's a serious message right there. Serious message. Mm-hmm. Let me just check. Um, yeah, do you have any other thoughts 
Jackie, about how your um, feelings. Well, I was the... I was just wondering if either of you know anything about boats and whether you have to break the engines in. <laughs> <laughs> um, you wouldn't think so, would you? You think they would just work, <laughs> like uh, you know. And, and also, not to like a brand out. new boat, they the engines just work. And also, being a massive nerd about how boats work, but. Um, if you like, if the engine stops working, a boat isn't like isn't got brakes to it, or just carry on drifting. And if you notice the the, the engine brakes and the propellers stop, it immediately just shudders to a like an immediate halt, like as if there's like something stopping it, like they hit the brakes or something. It's just it. it yeah. Oh my god, guys. Yeah, like wow. it would have a bit of propulsion still. Yeah, you think it would just drift? Yeah, it would just drift about. Um, that. Uh, mm. I've got to read the IMDb trivia, guys. This, you're, yeah. this, you're in for a Go, go, go. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait. Ready? Number one. Well, this isn't number one. The number one was boring. Number two. This is not a sequel to Titanic 1997. <laughs> 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 Basically disowning it. They're like, no, this is not a direct sequel. Okay. In April 2012, Australian tycoon Clive Palmer announced plans to construct a modern-day replica of the Titanic to sail the same route as the original. The ship's launch date was set for 2016. <gasps> Guys, hold, hold, hold on. 2016, then 2018, then 2022! Oh <gasps> my god, Blue Star Line stated in a press release of 2018 that construction will resume, but the company's website Hasn't been updated since then. Are you telling me that there's going to be a replica Titanic in 2022? I think I remember hearing about this actually. Yeah, me too. It doesn't yeah. sound, it doesn't oh sound legit, goodness. does it? It sounds pretty dodgy. Oh my god. Oh, here we go. Yeah, the Queen Mary was used as a stand-in um, during the departure scenes and some interior shots. Um, the ship had previously stood in for the. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, the film takes place in April 2012. Oh, in the future. Um, really makes a difference in the movie like really important um, the hell oh that's boring as well but so an, a bit of Sam trivia that I spotted so the, the old guy in it bless his heart the one in the helicopter he mm. the, act, the actor's called Bruce Davison he has 266 acting credits he god was good he was an actor he was, I loved solid, him. he was a solid actor solid actor and god love him he's a hustler he's been working solidly since the seven, no 60s so good on the him the 60s yeah well I I feel like I read that he was he was probably the only real actor yeah. on set <laughs> and that once they got him on board that's how they got other people in because they were like oh I heard Bruce is doing it so uh, I yeah. wanted to be involved exactly mm. because I mean and they can't pay much though. I mean, the budget was five hundred k, and I feel like of that, four hundred ninety-nine thousand was spent on CGI. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's not even listed as a film on IMDb. It's listed as a video. I didn't even know that was a video. A video. Oh my goodness. I know. Oh, it's so what do funny. you have to do to count as a film? I don't know, but. Also, what I love is that um, he couldn't, like, bless him, um, Shane Van Dyke, couldn't even get Dick Van Dyke to do a quick cameo. <laughs> couldn't convince him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote my notes for this um, while we were watching on the phone book for London Southwest 2009 to 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Got some gems. Well, I, like, I like that because that's, that's the most use it's going to get. 2010. Oh my god, yeah, 
it's like it, a year you're, before. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're like, you know, in period. Wow. Yeah, how do you have that? Um, it was just in the living room, not being cleared out in 10 years, apparently. Um, but I love, like... Do you, remember, do you remember the phone book? I remember that. I mean, it's like you were on the phone, but you have, to, you have to go through and you find somebody or you're trying to like... You know, it was like pre-internet days. You want like a plumber or something. You go in the phone book, you, you get Why something. were you calling yeah. a plumber when you were a kid? Why did you have to call a plumber? <laughs> what? Well, I was 16. He was a very independent was child. Very, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was ahead of my time. You were helpful around the house, unlike me. <laughs> Oh, solicitors, let's call it, you can call, there's a solicitor's section here if you just, you get, oh, accident and injury. Have you been injured in the workplace? Oh, oh, here we go. Why trust anyone else apart from the accident advice? It's the ransom. It's oh, ransom. Chester. Legend, yeah. Oh my God, this is, this is like, I love stuff like this. It's just looking into the past. You know, this is great content yeah. for podcasts. Yeah, it's <laughs> flicking through a book. <gasps> Restaurants, general. Oh my God, what rest- Yeah, you talk amongst yourselves. I'm just going to have a look. peer through this, this phone book, which is highly exciting. What's our favourite, Jackie, what was our, what's our favourite restaurant? Beijing Noodles. Let's see if Beijing Noodle, are they in there? I don't Maybe. know if they've been around for 10 years. No, they're not here. They're oh, not here. what a no. shame. That's no. it. Anything else? Like, I can't even think of a single restaurant now that I... <laughs> <laughs> you frequented in London. I know. All our little missions are restaurants have been to recently. Oh. Sam's so, 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 a high roller. I don't know if you heard this or not, but she's now spending her life going to all these very posh restaurants. Look. Yes, she's very classy. <laughs> look. Look. I'm like pretty woman, okay? <laughs> Fish out of water. <laughs> Taken to, taken to these Michelin star restaurants by somebody above my status, okay? Meanwhile, <laughs> she's here recording the podcast in her slippers and trackies. Like, this is, this is really her element. This is the real me. But you've got, a, you've got a whole new look. You've cut your hair. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, and it looks oh, yeah. amazing. How was your uh, hairdresser? Haircut. So I wrote this as a note for like what to talk about on the podcast. I had the best haircut experience ever because... I just popped in spontaneously. I was feeling a bit flat and a bit near. So I was like, well, I better treat myself. <laughs> Obviously, like I don't do that all the time, constantly. And so I went in, to get, <laughs> went in to get my hair cut. And this guy was so amazing because he cut the bullshit small talk and he went straight to big, huge talk. And he was telling me everything about his life and telling me about oh, wow. his divorce and his original marriage <gasps> that ended in the divorce. How he oh met, my goodness! How he met his husband. He met his husband at a naked sex party in Shoreditch. Yes, yes. love that. Good, that's quality. He said like it was like he didn't know it was a naked party, and then he, <laughs> and, then he and then he got to the door. Found out got, pretty quickly. Found out pretty quickly. He got to the door, and the bouncer was like, "Put your clothes in here," and held out a plastic bag. That's the thing, he was like, Well, this is weird, but um yeah, obviously did it and just I was like, Cool and then met his met his future husband there and um wow. we, we don't we don't like his husband though, so we don't like his husband. No. Why not? Oh, okay, no, okay. Because they're they're divorced and we don't like him because we're Oh also... he's also divorcing as well. No, no, this is just the one husband, one divorce. He met that guy at the next um, sex party. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love his life. So we don't like him. We don't like him. We like, oh. we like we like my guy, and it was yeah, it was just fantastic. But yeah, like whole new lease of life with a new haircut. 
Yeah, I love it. It looks so great. I I feel like this is the shortest you've ever had it since I've known you. Yeah, I think so. And you did the most amazing blow dryer. It's like, oh my God, like blow out. Like, is that a thing? Like, is that what you say? Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Okay. (laughs) Blow chop. No. No. Sweet dick. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is filthy. It's filth, isn't it? So the dog's trying to get involved. Stop it. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Say oh, hello. Oh, my God. So cute. I remember when you used to hate dogs. <laughs> now, I know. Now Look suddenly, at me now. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly you fall in love with somebody and you love that dog. Very suspicious. Sounds so you know, I guess people can really change. <laughs> I tried to convince you to like dogs for four years and then suddenly you meet somebody and you're like, oh, I love dogs. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't tell, I won't tell Scarlett that you actually hated her kind for ages, so, yeah. She knows, she knows, she knows, don't you? She knows that you, she's converted you. Oh, she's so cute, Aww. oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh, I lost Whoa. you there for a second. She's so cute. Hello. <laughs> she can't hear us because you've got the headphones on. Look, that, Look she's running that, she's <laughs> I've just found Nando's in the phone book. Oh, amazing. I haven't been to Nando's Na- in ages. It it's called Nando's Chicken Land Ltd. in the phone book. That's what chicken, chicken, chicken Land. Chicken Land. Chicken Land. Oh my god, amazing! Olive Garden. I didn't think they had those in the UK. Yeah, I wow, thought that was you, an American thing. You're finding out all the exciting things. Pizza Hut, Pizza Express, all the classics. Yeah. I feel like this could be a new podcast. Looking through the phone <laughs> reading, book. reading the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Three followers. <laughs> it's so fascinating. Let me just check my notes again to see if there's any Titanic gems that we've missed. But anything new going on in your world? Any gossip? I like how you actually use the pages and make a note of it. Mm. So you actually use the note page in. You actually found the note page in the phone book and you use that to do <laughs> Yeah, I use. That's like, amazing. They have a blank. Oh, that's section. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Jackie. Anything new going on? Like any gossip? Oh, no, no gossip, really, apart from this um, dickhead in Tasmania who escaped from uh, hotel quarantine, which is why we're oh. now in a three-day lockdown. Oh, <laughs> but three cool. days, can't complain. I'm quite Have happy because it gives yet? me an excuse to cancel everything and just relax. Have they yeah. found him? Yeah. Yeah, they found, they've got him, but he's like not being cooperative about telling them all the places that he's been, which is why they're doing a lockdown, because they're a bit worried that like more people might have been exposed than they think. I think this is mad, like, when I, like, this side of the world, where we, we have one person with COVID, and all of a sudden, everyone yeah. panics. And we've just got, like, 40,000 yeah. cases a day, and everyone's like, meh. I know. Well, Tasmania hasn't had a case in, like, over a year now, so... Whoa. But this guy was really cheeky. He was in New South Wales, and, like, applied twice and was rejected to come to Tasmania. And then he came anyway and somehow got in. And then they put him in quarantine, and within the day, he'd escaped. <laughs> and they've been to, like... 20 places, including the bottle shop twice, uh, the supermarket, like a bunch of friends' houses. Oh no. I love, I love Australia's like, it's, it's, like bottle shop. I can't when, I, when I first met Idris, like literally, I was, I was like, what bottle shop? And I was like, what hell what, is a bottle shop? There's, it turns out that you can't buy alcohol in a supermarket. It's so nuts. It's Mental. crazy. You can't buy alcohol it's crazy. in a shop. <laughs> like, what? In <laughs> Australia. Shamed into going to a bottle shop. Yeah, you're like, oh, 
go on, go on, you alky. You go for the separate shot. Yeah. You can't, you can't mix yeah. it in with your bread and your crisps. No. You've got to no. buy it separately. And it closes at a certain time, so you can't, like, get alcohol after a certain time. It's so oh. annoying. Like, I want to do my groceries and then just pop to the wine aisle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, like, and then you slot it in. With all like the other a normal stuff, person. Normal person, yep. like it seems less of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you have a specific trip to an alcohol shop just to get your wine. <laughs> and then, I guess ultimately you probably buy more as well because you don't want to like constantly trip to the bottle shops. So you probably yeah. go, I'm going to no, buy No, so you myself. go and buy a case. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, just, it's actually just encouraging you to drink more, actually. Well, I think we've, <laughs> we've solved the issue there. We've, you know, they can bring it into all shops everywhere. And then everything's good. Then the bottle shop lobby there would be on strike. And they would the gang them. solves the bottle shops. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Um, so I think we should, in order to sort of wrap up, I think we need to do the very exciting part, which is the shit star rating. I have mine yes. ready, ready to go, clearly. Oh, let's hear yours first. Well, obviously, five shit stars. So amazingly bad, it's great. It's got to be... I laughed harder than I've laughed at any movie ever. Like, it was so good. It was so ludicrous. Five stars, absolutely. No no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I laughed so hard. I, I, I don't think it's, it's actually where, you know, you, I've watched something so long ago and I had it in my head of it being such a bad film that was so amazing. And for like 10 years, I had that in my head, that was the case. And to watch it a decade on and experience the same joy and happiness in watching <laughs> a film that was so bad it was good, it just made it all worth it all over again. And you know what? I've seen mm-hmm. one film like once a year oh, just to just, yeah. just to really drink it in because it was just yeah. so amazing. I bought it on, um, on Apple TV because it was... Oh, did so you? Yeah, I bought it, so I have it. I have it now, so that's really good. Yeah, so worth that's it. Amazing. Three, what four pounds for that joy that I'm gonna get? Like, on yeah, hungover, endless day. joy oh, for the rest so of your good. life. Yeah. Well, until my Apple TV subscription runs out, and then I'm not paying. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, this this episode was an absolute pleasure in mm, what really was and then the recording so great so great to see you um and you yeah and thanks for coming on again alex no worries i i loved it it was uh, it was so much fun and uh it's actually my third uh sort of panel of the week actually <laughs> um the, the other two about climate change so i guess this is also about climate change so um <laughs> so i've got my third climate change panel of the week the other two are a lot more dry in talking about uh, how you can all do personal <laughs> actions to kind of uh, improve your life and how you recycle better. So, as yeah. you know, COP26 is going at the moment. So, uh, there's a lot of like stuff happening about how you take action to improve the, the environment we live in. So, you know what? It's great to be my third climate change panel of the week. <laughs> this was certainly the probably the, the, the biggest wake up call, I think, that you could probably have. And... You know what? Actually, I've got an idea. What we need to do is we need to go to Glasgow. We need to get higher out of movie theatre. We need to invite the entire world's leaders to it and just say to them, look, you need to wake up and take action on climate change because look, this will happen. Invite Greta. Invite Greta. She'll love it. Oh, 
Amazing. <laughs> Great. Well, um, to all you, to all you windbreakers out there. Hey. Thanks so much for your support and um, DM me for the yeah. Gusto code for the sponsorship. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com. Yahoo, of course. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.